the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Elitaria, Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. This week on Reigning in Life Through Faith. Jesus laid his life down so that the things that are in the will of God can be yours. Thank you for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. Let's join Dr. Mills as he begins part 10 of Rewards of Kingdom Citizenship. Watch this, chapter 11 in Ezekiel. Y'all there? Y'all done moving fast enough, huh? You got to move fast with me because, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting downloads and, man, whew. <laughs> okay, y'all with me? Okay. Verse 19 says, then I will give them one heart and they will put, and, and I will put a new spirit within them. And take the stony heart out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh. And they, that they may walk in my statues. That they may what? Walk in my statues and keep my judgments and do them. And they shall be my people and I will be their God. When? When the word is in you. Now the only way that that word can get in you is with your tongue. Are you with me? You might hear some things. You might hear me speaking, but it's your tongue that writes on your heart. Well, okay. All right. Well, let me, let me see. Is that uh, Psalm 45? Look at Psalm 45. All right. Okay. For all of y'all who forgot it and all of y'all who have never heard it, here it is right here. Okay. Psalm 45, verse 1 says, My heart overflowing with a good theme, I recite my, comp- my composition concerning the king. I recite. Recite means to say, right? Watch this. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. Where does God want this written? On my heart so that I can do it. Is that what what we just finished reading? I write it. So I'm the one who must write it on on my heart with my tongue. In other words, well, let's go back to, let's go back to 1 Timothy 6 chapter verse 12. Let's go. Y'all following me? Y'all keeping up with me? Okay, if, get, get the CD, get the CD, get the CD. You have to go over and over and over again so it can get in you, okay? All right, now, verse 12 says, fight the good fight of what? Faith. Okay, we understand 
over there and James, James is saying, listen, if you're just a hero and you're not doing anything else, ain't nothing going to happen. Ain't nothing going to happen. Are you with me? All right. So he says, now fight the good fight of faith. That means if I got to fight the fight of faith, something is trying to take faith from me. Why would I need to fight? Why is anybody telling me to fight the good fight of faith? You understand? For what? Because that's what the adversary tries to take from you. Your faith. Faith is what God has allowed us to establish within us so that we can receive all of what we have inherited. Are you with me? You cannot receive the things of your inheritance without faith. We take hold of those things by faith. Amen. So watch this now. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Now, although we have been given eternal life, eternal life is ours. But he says lay hold on it. Take. That word lay hold means to take eternal life. Eternal life has all these blessings involved in eternal life. Are you all with me? But watch this now. Watch what he says now. He says, lay hold on eternal life to which you were called. I was called to eternal life. And have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So it's the confession that has gotten me to the place of receiving or accepting the eternal life. Are you all with me? Okay. So I got to say something. I got to say what God has said in order for me to lay hold. Uh, we were in a meeting uh, the other night and, uh, and, and the guy there, one of the ministers there started prophesying. He said, and he said, your, your tongue is like a hand. In other words, your tongue as the hand reaches over into the spirit realm where all of your stuff has been given to you and brings it back over here into this realm over here. Your tongue is the hand that takes hold of the things that God has provided for you. Well, that's what he says right here. He's letting us know. Fight the good fight of faith and lay hold on eternal life. Faith is what lays hold on those things. What is the first thing that we do as far as faith is concerned is to speak. Speak. You got to say something. That's a demonstration of your faith. That's where faith begins. Faith begins where you begin to speak. Amen. All right. Now, let's do this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at, uh, look at, uh, <laughs> ooh. all right, hallelujah. Let's look at Hebrews, the fourth chapter, because what we need to understand is that um, the word, how powerful God's word is, and that it is up to you to frame your world. <laughs> I don't know whether y'all heard me or not, but anyway, 
Anyway, we'll, we'll look at it. It's up to you to frame your world. Amen. I'll tell you what, I was going, I'm going to go to four. I'm going to look at verse 12 and 13, but let's go to the 11th chapter of Hebrews for a minute here. And let's just, let's just see what our daddy did. And we do the same thing he did. He, he, he's showing us what to do. So in the 11th chapter and verse three, it says by faith, by what? By faith, we understand that the worlds were what? Framed. Whole. By what? Faith, we understand. What do you mean by faith? We understand that the worlds were framed. Because the worlds were framed when God spoke. Amen. Are you with me? Okay. He said, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by what? By what? Come on, y'all. Come on. Talk up now. Come on. Come on. By what? By the word. By the word of what? By the word of who? God. Amen. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Now, your world, whatever your world looked like, is a result of what you said. You framed your world with your words. Because we were made in the image of God. We were made to be like God as far as being able to speak and those things that we say or speak becomes the thing that frames our world. Our future, our present, our present, our present condition is a result of what you said. Whatever you said. <laughs> now, I know some of y'all might have to think, go back, look. Okay. Some things you said that you didn't even realize that you said. Because you were just following somebody else. You were, you were following the herd. Amen. Okay. So, let's look at Hebrews, the, uh, the fourth chapter. This is the reason I said that. Because Hebrews, the fourth chapter, is such... It's such a powerful thing here. And let's look at verse 12 and verse 13. Are you all with me? Okay. Verse 12 and 13 says, for the word of God, the word of God is what? Is living and powerful now, we know what Proverbs, the uh, 18th chapter, verse 21 says, right? That power of life and death where? In our tongue. Okay? So he says now, the word of God is what? Living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit. Now, it doesn't mean it's dividing the spirit and soul. It means that you can tell the difference between the soul and spirit. But with the word of God, we bring them together. With the word of God, you bring your soul and your spirit together. Because previously, your soul had been dictated to by this world. You don't want it dictated to anymore by this world. You want it dictated to by the world we can't see. The spirit realm. Where God is. Amen. And so he says here, he says, division of the spirit and soul and joints and marrow, a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. 
And then he says, and there is no creation hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and open in the eyes of him to whom it must. Verse 14, seeing then that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God, let us hold fast our confession. The word of God is powerful. Let us hold fast our confession. Because our confession is what's going to frame our world. What do you want your world to look like? See, you have to decide on what you want your world to look like. Go into the word of God and find out from the word. Search the word. The law, the perfect law of liberty. What do you want your world to look like? Search the word and then begin to decree and declare what you see in the word of God because now you are actively framing your world with what you say. You are prophesying your future. If I, if I declare the word of God according to the word of God, his word will not return void, but it will accomplish what it is what? Sent to do. So I'm sending the word out into my future because I am actively framing what I want my world to look like in the future. Are you hearing what I'm saying? What do you want your world to look like? See? And, you know, in all likelihood, it's not going to happen overnight. It could. God could, could perform a miracle. Could perform a miracle. Amen. Usually it takes a little time because there are things in you that needs to be rectified. There are things in you, if God was to make you a millionaire overnight and with the same old mindset of spin, 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 you wouldn't have a million dollars for so long. So there are some things in you that God has to rectify so that he can get some stuff to you so you can keep it. And then use it, in, use it properly the way that God will want you to use it. Amen. Amen. Now, we have been uh, given every building block we need. So, and according to, to the word, so we can't say, I don't have this and don't have that. I don't know, you know. And you begin to look at yourself and you allow, allow the devil to speak to you and say, you, you don't have this and you don't have that. And you didn't have this when you were growing up. You were misusing, abusing, all these other things. You understand? That's why you don't have what you have. Let's look and see what the word of God says over here in Second Peter, the first chapter. And he says here in First Peter, in Second Peter, rather, the first chapter, he says, beginning with verse 2, he says, grace and peace and be multiplied to you. Man, oh man, that's something right there. Grace multiplied. That means, man, let, let the ability of God, the power of God, the anointing of God be multiplied to you. Because of what, he going, what, he's already, what he's given you. Be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Christ and Jesus our Lord. As his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life. So you have the building blocks. The building blocks are at your disposal. 
Whatever I, however I want to frame out my world, the building blocks has already been supplied. Come on. Are you with, are you, can you understand what I'm saying? Because he tells us here, his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life. Why did Jesus come? Chapter 10, verse 10 in John, that you might have what? And have it what? In abundance. So he's telling you now, I've already given you the building blocks for the life of abundance that Jesus came to supply you with. Are you with me? You don't have an excuse. Okay. And he said, life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to glory and virtue by which have been given to us exceeding and great and precious promises. There they are, the promises. The promises of God are always yes and amen. Always yes and amen. The promises of God. He says that through these, you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in, I don't care what's going on around the world. I don't care what's going on in this nation. I don't care what, what's happening all around me. I frame my own world. I frame my own world. The only reason that you get caught up in what's going on around you is because you haven't allowed the word of God to frame your world for you. There is security and protection in the word of God. He has given us his angels to protect us, to watch over us and to keep us in all of our ways. The only reason you get caught up in whatever's going on in this world is because you haven't done what he told you 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 could do and should do as a believer. Why are you under circumstances when you're when he has he has given you a seat in heaven with him? And all things have been placed under his feet. If they're under his feet, then they're under your feet because you are a part of the body of Christ. So you shouldn't be under any circumstance. You should be on top. I'm always on top and never below. Glory to God. You know, this little mealy mouth Christians that go around talking about all things that Everything is going wrong. This is going wrong. That's going wrong. All this kind of stuff. Just, just an indication. And you can see, you understand, you haven't been in the word. You haven't been doing what God told you to do. I don't have sympathy for people like that. Oh, the first thing I'm going to tell you, you're not in the word. So you come looking, looking for a handout and everything. That's the world. I don't have to look for a hand. I prophesy my future. I prophesy my future. I don't let the world prophesy my future for me. I prophesy my future. We have the building blocks. Go to me. Deuteronomy. Well, well, got a few minutes. Deuteronomy. 28. The blessing of Abraham. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Well, let's, let's, just, let's just begin to see. Let's just look into this thing a little bit. What in the world am I blessed with? 
See, you know, the biggest challenge, you understand, with most Christians is they don't know what to have. They don't know what's available. You know, it's, it's like you getting, a, you know, somebody left you a million dollars in the wheel and you didn't really go to find out what was in the wheel. You know, you, you have to get, it, I found out that although you have a wheel, you understand, you take it to the commissioner or whatever and you let everybody know that there's something for you in this wheel. But you don't know what it is. They just let you know that the wheel is available at the commissioner's office. You have to go. You may have to pay a little money. <laughs> but you, you have to go. You have to get the wheel and look in the wheel to find out what was left for you. And then after you find out what was left for you, then you got to get it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So some people won't even buy a Bible. <laughs> you have to tell them, go and get yourself a Bible. And then these little phones that y'all got, which, you know, with, with scripture, you can't write in it. That means that whatever God tells you, you understand, because I know you're looking at your little phone, you understand, and whatever he's saying to you about any particular scripture, any word that he has in there, that he wants you to know something so that you can get something that he has for you. You're not writing it down. You need to be able to write in your Bible. It's a tool. It's to let you know what God has provided for you. Are you with me? Can you understand? And so you write in there. And you write what God t- was, was talking to you about. And when you write it in there, not forgetting what you heard, now you begin to speak and declare based upon the scripture that you were reading and what God told you. You begin to speak and declare what God said. Now you are, now you are prophetically establishing your future because God told you something about your future. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Anyway, let's look at Deuteronomy 28 chapter. I only have a few more minutes here and then we're going to, we're going to do what he said we need to do to remind us of what he did so that we can have this. Amen. Jesus laid his life down. Listen, Jesus laid his life down so that the things that are in the will of God can be yours. He's provided for you certain things. We cannot be, we cannot be ignorant to the point where we don't get in here to find out what is it that he left for us and then begin to declare and decree what he's left for us. That's our confession of God's word. We said the same thing he said. Well, okay, Lord. I've heard this two times. I might well go there. Let's go to Job, 22nd chapter. Job 22 says this. Job 22 says this. 
you will also decree a thing and it will be established for you. Okay, just let it sink in for a little bit, okay? Verse 28, Job, the 22nd chapter says, you will also decree a thing and it will be established for you. So light will shine on your ways. You know what that means? As I continue to decree, God begins to lighten my path. In other words, give me light on my path that I am decreeing so that I can see my way. It may not come all at once, but as I continue and I'm moving along and the Holy Spirit is moving me along the path, light begins to shine. I begin to see some things. I remember, well, I see right now. I remember when we were at a, at a church years ago and uh, God told me something. He says, I want you to, I want you to, uh, I want you to be a deacon for them, you know. And I'm saying, I'm like, what? Because, you know, he had already shown me what I was, why I was here. I wasn't here to be a deacon. I was here to, to do what I'm doing now. But he said, I want you to be a deacon. How many of y'all know that you don't jump right into a spot with God, with God? You know, these are things that you learn. But he, but I, I, I'm like, why, Lord, why? He answered me at all. Didn't say a thing. And so, you know, it bothered me to, to not say okay to God. It bothered me about a day. And then I said, okay, Lord, all right, okay. Well, after I said, okay, and he knew I meant it from heart, he said, I want to show you some things. I realized from the position that I was in, I couldn't see very well. You got to understand from where you are right now, you can't see your future. But if you will begin to confess what God gives to you and declare it as you continue and you don't even realize that he's leading you on this path that he's that he has already preordained and prepared for you <laughs> all of a sudden you begin there's a little peak of light that you begin to see and you, as you continue, the light gets brighter and brighter as you go. But from where you are, see, a lot of us won't see something now. You ain't moving, ain't saying nothing, you won't see. Mm-mm. You're not going to see anything until you begin to do what God told you to do. You got to trust him. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I couldn't get to Deuteronomy 28th chapter today. We, uh, we'll do that next week. We'll look at that at next week. But, you know, we, we, we've got to begin to do what God tells us to do. I've given you some foundational things. You understand what, what it's all about. We know that God's word will not return void if we begin to speak and declare the word of God. 
it will accomplish what it is sent to do. And so if we're sending God's word out to bring us a prosperous future, then the word of God will accomplish what it is sent to do. All you've got to do is believe God. Amen. Did y'all get anything out of this? Thank you for tuning in to today's Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast. If you're in the D.C. metropolitan area, Dr. Mills invites you to join our encounters every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. and every Wednesday evening for our 7.30 p.m. Bible study. If you cannot join us, we invite you to visit our website and watch us live at agapeembassy.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.